0: Hello me lovelies, it's me Ned Natter with the famously unpastroised and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe you as podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Nat Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Nat Show from Florida, we've had a hot week and some good news too. Yep, with a little reconciliation, I've gained a lot of space. The wife Elsie is promised to diet, and the idiot's mother in law is able. And of course, last but not least, my old mother is trying for a winning streak. Anyway, I'm sure you're just going to love me always dilly Pack show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features you'll only hear. That's right, right here on the Edna Show. <laughs> Here at 2 Edison Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Nedna's Florida Island, we've had another odd, hot and highly unpredictable week. Yep, that's right, there's no odder, or sometimes even hotter place on earth. <laughs> but there's uh, been some good news for a change, yeah? Me hideous, monstrous mother-in-law, or M-I-L for short, yep, that's Satan Troglite, after gaining all that equally monstrous free publicity right here on my show has been whisked off out of state to make a couple of highly dubious horror movies. Yep, with a bunch of Greenhorn film students. <laughs> in any case, no matter how bad the plot, they are guaranteed the horror part with the MYL in the lead. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. just filming her moving around, blending in with the green, steaming, stinking swamp whilst hunting defenseless creatures is horror enough for most folks. Anyway, there's even a rumor that a few fishermen have got up a petition. To have her banned from a bunch of southern lakes on account of the fact that she terrifies the fish. It's like an instant version of evolutionary theory right there, yet the poor old fish try and climb out of the water to the safety of the land. Either way, the enthusiastic filmmakers arrive with a rented moving truck to pick up (laughs) Satana. Gone as far as renting, you know, the moving blankets too, so she'd be comfortable on that long drive over to Mississippi. <laughs> on the other hand, her oldest daughter, or what I call the wife Elsie, yeah, announced the start of a new diet. <laughs> of course, when I heard the word diet, I was taken aback with the idea of what. I was thinking, well, I suppose what I consider a diet, yeah. So there I was thinking she's going to cut back on all her food intake and finally listen to the old doctor's suggestion of watching her weight. But obviously, that's never going to happen with Elsie, is it? No. (laughs) It's a simple diet plan for sure. Yep. she's not actually cutting back on any specific food, reducing the fats, carbohydrates or sugars. Oh, no, no, no. Instead, she's planning on sitting down to only four square meals a day rather than her usual six. <laughs> I suppose I have to accept it as a move in the right direction, but uh, <laughs> there's still no mention of whether the in-between meals grazing activities is going to continue or not. But on the positive note, what with the mother-in-law out of my living room and the wife supposedly trying to slim down, there might now be room to swing something in there in the living room that is, yeah, not a cat for sure. Maybe a mouse, yeah. But then I was reminded of my wife's best buddy, Beyond It. That's Beyond It, Bandisha Washington, or BBW to friends, yeah. She's another of those equally overinflated, hideous, and full-time, fully paid-up members of the Feed Me Too movement. <laughs> and of course, devoted all-you-can-eat buffet fan, yeah. Well, she's been talking reconciliation. And believe me, she's made just about every fast food business in a 20-mile radius... Very happy in the process, yeah. Her and her skinny hubby, old Frank, yeah, the 24-hour plumber and absolutely obsessed stuffer fan, have moved into their newly remodelled home. That's right, together, Yep, yeah. The happy couple rekindled their relationship after they both rediscovered each other again. Yeah, on that date inside of all places, yeah. Just like before, they also found out that they are just about the loneliest and saddest people on there (laughs) believe me that really takes some effort you know (laughs) that place would rival the world's busiest airport for baggage and even perhaps more baggage in fact even the baggage has got a whole set of its own baggage (laughs) also considering all frank's done so far is feed her up i am imagining there'll be a few changes happening once they're in the privacy of their little home yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was thinking they'll definitely be officially consummating the old marriage of theirs. Yeah, of course, there is a downside of this move for Beyond It. Yeah, well, actually, the downside's for me more like, yeah, Frank's louse is across the way from your farm gate. Yeah, it's what you call slipper distance away. And believe me, when I say Beyond It, wears nothing else but slippers, Yep, yeah, even to the store, Yep, yeah, pajamas and slippers. I'm surprised she didn't find a way of taking a bed or a sofa with her, you know, up and down the aisles. (laughs) Well, thinking of things that go on and on, most places in a pair of slippers, the wife, Elsie, has a profile up on that same online dating website too, yeah. (laughs) Yep, yeah, her ad is still up, and fishing on the banks of that murky old pond. Only the wife's one says lonely farmer's wife, starved of affection and looking for love. You know, maybe it's the starvation that's making her consider a diet. <laughs> yeah, what well, kind of irony to say these eh? days? Yeah, I haven't said a word though. You know, yeah, she still thinks I know nothing about her online adventures. Not just the dating ones. I mean the endless shopping kind too. <laughs> and Of course most folks don't know is that I'm just living in hope, really. Yeah, yeah. Surely someone will come along soon and take her off me hands. Yeah. More living room space and decidedly cheaper grocery bills every week for sure. <laughs> Either way, despite the usual drama that seems to spew up me farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical and staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while, the tin can trailer home of Quinton, me camp artist and part time farmhand and his devoted guitar plucking partner Quaglet. (coughs) Includes a bunch of that drama along with me Fram dog, young Clay. Yeah, he's in full-time residence there now. Clay and Quinton, you know, they've made great friends and now spend an unhealthy amount of time together. <laughs> the only time Clay ventures out is to chase the mail van or occasionally the UPS guy. Clay's actually spent two years now trying to get a piece of him. And I assume that sooner or later he's going to make a mistake. No, not Clay, the UPS guy. (laughs) Trouble is, I'm now getting very suspicious about the whole thing. Why? Well, I actually think there's a good possibility that the entrapment of the UPS guy is much part of a greater plan. Yeah, Clay is trying to catch him for Quinton. He's the one looking for a piece of him. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, my daughter, Young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organized too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests, and a full DNA research assessment. That yeah, will be in order, won't it? Oh dear, I digress. No, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Okay. well this week Dolly reminds us that back in 1848, Gold was discovered in California. Oh dear, you know, see that reminds me of all those gold diggers out there on those numerous dating and lonely hearts websites. (laughs) Dolly also says that this week in 1896, Peyton was filed for the old dial telephone. Yeah, that brings back some memories, doesn't it? Yeah, just what life was like with a busy tone. A world without redial Ooh, do. anyway there's one more yeah, it's the anniversary in 920 of the first commercial radio station in Detroit, yeah, that's right it all started way back then anyway, it's an odd combination Dolly, but thanks, we'll keep those dates in mind and in the meantime I'll keep the Ned Natter version of radio going along <laughs> That of course brings me well rapidly to someone else who you describe as an original user of the dial phone. Yeah, of course. Before that, the old crow was using Morse code and sorcery. <laughs> yeah. Naturally, or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique ninety-five-year-old mother Nan right here on the farm. Yeah, she lives to gamble, and has her eyes set on just about every wager imaginable. This week, me poor, ever-suffering hog old Bill ended up at her feet again. Yeah. Whilst the old bird searches for racing odds that might appeal to him and, of course, result in the old grunt. (laughs) Trouble is, poor old Bill is so bored with it all, he just dozes off and ends up grunting in his sleep, yeah. Old Nan thinks she's on to a winner when, in reality, it's Bill snoring away. (laughs) Oh, dear, I've got a nasty feeling that once the results are in, Bill's going to find himself evicted from the house again. <laughs> Either way, her best gambling, drinking buddy. That's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's middle of a brother in black. She's family, Nelson Natter's wife of Beverly Hills, sex is higher and her 103-year-old grandmother, and a long-lasting specimen. <laughs> yep, she's been thrown a few dollars into Nan's horse-racing pot every week. But she's highly sceptical. Toshiko doesn't like pigs, for one, and more so the idea of a pig Living indoors is quite a disgusting thought for her. You know, and for me too, to be honest. But sometimes I'm more focused on a quiet life, yet more than Nan's weird and wonderful gambling proclivities and bizarre superstitions, that is. Oh, dear. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares, like me rather bizarre, moan old mother and her various crooked obsessions, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settle down outside on my back deck. I was quite happy studying the beautiful full moon and all those lovely, wonderfully peaceful little stars out there. Yeah, You know, I was thinking there's got to be something interesting out there somewhere, isn't there, when I dozed right off. There I was suddenly sitting in a news conference. They were announcing this week's big lotto winner and the man from the lottery was handing over a big old cheque with plenty of zeros too. Yep, and it was to me pet pig, old Bill. There was Bill dressed up for the occasion and standing next to him was this week's runner-up. Or was it just the loser? <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, she was looking more miserable than ever, and believe me, that really is a nightmare. You know, until this hideous dream, I didn't even think she could look any worse than she does now. <laughs> Add to that, she was pointing the finger at me and cursing away. Yep, yeah, she was mad as hell. Yeah, well, apparently, I'd written Bill's name on the back of the winning ticket, and not hers. <laughs> oh, dear. Wondering how I'd talk me pig into opening a joint bank account with me, I woke up with a nasty stat yeah, and there on the deck, prodding me with one of her sharp bony fingers was the old bag herself. Yep, yeah, Nan handing me this week's lot of pics to take to the gas station and get her new tickets right away. Oh dear. You know, I think I'll write my name on the back anyway, and if she does get a win claim it quietly and leave the country <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show I'm here every Wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts so if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again stop by and say hi On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams and misfortune, me scruffy and Ding Dang spent some time this week scratching. (laughs) Yep, scratching. You might not find that surprising, though. You know, it's amazing what moves in if you don't shower more than once a month. But I mean scratch cards, of course. Yep, it's Ding Dang's latest obsession gallon of gas for his truck, a case of beer, two packs of cigarettes and half his wages on scratch cards yeah, he scratches away and then jumps for joy when he wins about ten bucks <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, mathematics was never his best subject, in fact he only went to school twice and that was on the same day he's <laughs> <laughs> not good with directions either <laughs> despite the drama though of acting stupid when he already is I've got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote. I've been running all over hell's half acre. (laughs) Um, Ding Dang was talking about how he he had a couple of windy days here and the wind took his scratch cards up, up and away. He spent half the day trying to find them over hell's five acres, actually. Mm. And that's a big old dang right there. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at NedNatter.com where they're all stored for as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. My blind neighbour old Lonnie and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called you know Fred. Sometimes I really wish I didn't. (laughs) It's the same thing every week. Bring a bottle or a stack of cans. Don't forget your wife, girlfriend or significant other and never forget. A potluck dish for the old buffet. Fred mingles with the swingers. That's probably just about the worst potluck experience anywhere. (laughs) Whilst old Lonnie just dodges the guests and eats the free food whilst playing. Russian Roulette with his own contribution, which, I'm afraid to say this week, included one of his absolute all-time favourites, yep, that's called Whole Roasted Hoover Hog. Oh dear, it gets worse every time, I get the feeling it's just his name for a whole armadillo. Oh dear. So when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was this self-help party. Oh well, that sounded gruesome enough. But looking at Fred's selection of motley guests, I wondered if self-help was the only way they succeeded in getting any love at all. Yep, yeah, they showed up and all arrived with their own self-opinionated, self-righteous, self-published, self-help books. Yep, yeah, together they've got more problems than a politician at a party packed with free-spirited women and drunken men. <laughs> so I had a time. Pretty too. <laughs> Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. My you ninety-five-year-old know, mother, old nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old nan remembers the time when more hair grew on her head. Yeah when she had none on her chin and growing out of her ears too. In fact, the less on her head, the more there seems to be elsewhere. She tries to shave off the beard and the moustache, but with her iffy eyesight and having to experiment with, like, six different pairs of glasses, the results can be quite entertaining or unusual, yeah, I suppose. It's really about opinion, though, yeah. I mean, do you consider half a beard better than all one? I mean, does one hairy ear make you look lopsided? Worse still does a 96-year-old woman look right with a mustache that resembles one made famous by an infamous Nazi. Oh dear. (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I email every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at NedNatter.com Well that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews Yeah, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show just remember I've got a great system here yep if a book's shite it goes on me composting sometimes if it's really bad you have to burn it <laughs> middle of row books go in the giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me family library shelf I hope that's all nice and clear for you <laughs> Okay then, well, this week I end up with just one book, yep. The new mail carrier actually managed to find me mailbox this time. (laughs) It's called You Think You've Got Problems by Pink Hairy Tattooed Thing the Third. (laughs) A weird book written by a weird person for an equally weird bunch of people. Oh, dear, yep, it's part of this modern-day phenomenon, too. You know, if you've got a problem in your life, write about it. Find a bunch of folks who've got the same problem, get together online, have a good cry about it and all decide the answer is to wear the same weird clothes, get more tattoos, dye your hair pink and spend at least four hours every day crying about it again. <laughs> and of course, letting others know how terrible your life was and how it's all going to change now you've found an idiot just like you for personal validation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. One that needs to get out more too, I imagine. Yeah, oh dear. You know, I've decided just to simply burn this one along with any other available copies I can find. (laughs) Yeah, in, well, let's just say, oh no, not a simple fire this time. No, I'm thinking of a raging inferno instead. Oh dear. (laughs) Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're heading off to the Philippines, yep. But you'll be happy to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful rotten foodie one, but it's interesting for sure. So go back to the, let's go back to the Philippines and to hanging coffins. Yep, in a certain mountain province, their coffins are hung from the cliff faces. Yet rather than bury the more prominent members of their community, they just hang them on the side of a cliff. It seems the more important you are, the higher up your coffin hangs. Mm. Add to that, away from the cliff faces, they also stack coffins inside limestone caves too, yeah. Mm. Where a similar kind of hierarchy also exists. Mm. The coffins aren't just simple boxes either. They're cut and carved from entire tree trunk sections and seem to last for years. Well, I suppose they've obviously got one thing in common with me farm and ding-dong, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like digging holes either. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling estate. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years... Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nat show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings Foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes, American for Foreigners, with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message.
1: You have messages.
0: Well, uh, Ned. There's calling you from England. Anyway, Ned, I thought your brother Buck was being extremely rude to me, and I was extremely... Extremely upset, and he just said, you're just butthurt, Potts. Mm. It does sound absolutely ridiculous. You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on in my voicemail, as if I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> oh dear, anyway, let me translate. If you know, Nigel, this time Buck says, you're just butt hurt. <laughs> of course you think Buck is deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a weird expression away, but totally different from what you'd imagine. Anyway, it's another of those weird and wonderful Californian expressions. In other words, he reckons you're upset without justification. Mm. So with Buck, it means he can be as rude as he likes, upset who he likes, and nobody else is allowed to take offence. <laughs> well, Nigel, I just keep in mind that me brother Buck is just plain offensive most of the time. Either way, I hope it makes some kind of sense to you. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can I listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me, lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in an happy-go-lucky mood yet this week. She's been lining up her tarot cards alongside her lovely little crystals and she reckons it brings better luck and fortune, yeah. She did a little reading and for a change, me cards read better than ever, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> unusual indeed and, and well I'd say it's not such a bad thing when you consider that the hideous mother-in-law and the troublesome beyond it are out of my living room things are getting a bit better on the farm too aren't they <laughs> anyway added to that Alice quickly reminded me of how we should take more notes of the wonders of nature and baffle me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue bark lice don't harm trees oh no they clean up all the old bark fungi and other things Yep, just last week they covered all my oak trees with silky web too. You know, some days, you know, I wish someone would cover up the wife in the same way. You know. Not with that delicate silk though, you know, I'm thinking more like a heavy duty tarpaulin. <laughs> mm. Oh well, I digress there, don't I? As always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com Well me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. This week, I got a last-minute call from Herman in Henderson, yeah, and he called me to chat about this really odd story. A distillery in New Hampshire is making whiskey out of invasive green crabs. <laughs> uh, right. green crabs yeah. <laughs> Sounds like one of old Lonnie's roadkill cool recipes right there, but anyway, added to that, it takes about a pound of crabs to make every bottle. Of course, old Nan's ears will prick up at the mention of whiskey, but if crabs are mentioned in the same sentence, she'll probably turn as green as those invasive crustaceans. <laughs> the old bird hates them, see so Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the distillery adds crab stock and spices to a bourbon base. Yeah. it might sound like some kind of marketing scheme or one way of reducing the invasive green crab population, but is anyone really going to drink it afterwards? <laughs> This is Ned here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts, so if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. The dubious command agent, 50%, has lined me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> oh dear, well, here goes. Here at Endless Depressing News, Inc., doing business with super sad services, we've got a unique special offer right now. Just go to our website at EndlessDepressingNews.biz and find our latest offerings. That's right, we keep it real and real simple here. So just buy your worst enemy a month's subscription to our Endless Depressing News and we guarantee their life will be miserable. We'll feed them the news nobody wants to hear all for a very reasonable 49.99 a month but wait that's not all our national sales manager depression the second has a special offer and just for ned nat show listeners yeah with every new depressing subscription this week only he'll give you an extra month absolutely free yeah you can't be a deal like that can you so visit us today and remember our I oh, see lengthy motto. Yeah. If our endless depressing news doesn't push them to the edge, nothing else will. Mm. <laughs> You know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. To be honest, everything I hear on the news is depressing already. They spout about nothing but inadequate leaders, war, inflation and climate change. Hasn't anyone stood up and realised they're all connected? (laughs) Yep, one doesn't happen without the other and that is really sad, isn't it? But I don't want to leave you on such a note. Oh no, what was it? Oh yes. (laughs) I'll be back next week to cheer you up and take you away from it all with me regularly. Happy-go-lucky show. Anyway, away from crazy ideas and depression, I've got me last words. Looking after our little planet, it's the only one we've got right now. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, me show is unpassed, Roy's, and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, fam, as I'm getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays wouldn't be much fun. In the meantime you can find me and all my radio shows at nedna.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening, it's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive, And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs>
1: the
0: Ned Natt Show is written and presented by you, Ned Natia. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the lead in that show is managed and represented by Chris Winslow at Nexus Radio.